Switched On on FM 104 and I'm joined by Mary Rose Lyons, founder of the AI Institute. Hello. Hi, Louise. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Where did the AI Institute start from? It started from me rolling out a course on ChatGPT for marketers at the beginning of 2023. And I continually evolved it and I had so much interest in it. And then I kind of rolled it into a, hey, it's not just for marketers. What about self-employed people too? Mm -hmm. And then I just realized that there's a lot of people out there who can really benefit from using AI and they just need someone to show them how. So I got together with some of the finest course course creators, some people who I really respect who are actually doing it. And I said, hey, look, do you want to kind of deliver a few courses for me? And um, they said yes. And now we launched a week ago and we have uh, five courses uh, that we're offering from January. And then we're going to be rolling out more in the new year. Did you notice there was a lack in information around AI for people? Do you know what I noticed, Louise? It wasn't so much a lack of information, okay? Because there's a lot of stuff around machine learning. And, mm. you know, have you seen that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it. tech. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a marketer. I'm not a machine learning person, you know? So, like, I was kind of a bit scared by that. So, there's a lot of stuff around that. And then I've noticed this year, there's a huge amount of stuff around, um, there's loads of talks and lectures going on around all our cities, around, uh, you know, the future of work and how it's all going to be changed and you know this kind of like looking to the future and 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 that kind of conceptual discussion around AI um and that's great but I've always been a real okay roll up the sleeves how do you do it I'm already bought in show me how to do it give me give me frameworks give me templates I want to do it now so that's pretty much what I'm about so it's the no waffle uh, fingers on the keyboard. Uh, let's not talk about the future. Let's actually live it. That, that's what I'm about. How difficult is it to go from, I suppose, wanting to learn it and learning it? Well, it's doing. It's practicing. Um, I might borrow from some of your wellness and, uh, you know, yoga people who talk about, you know, you don't do yoga. You practice yoga, don't you? Yeah. Um, so it's the same kind of thing. Um. I love to just say to people, you know, once they've taken my course or once they've, you know, taken a few modules from it, you know, when you come in in the morning, you go into work and you turn on your email. Second thing you should do is turn on your chat GPT or whatever AI you choose to use. And it's a case of sort of at the beginning, it's just reminding yourself before you get stuck into your work day and you're doing, 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 saying to yourself, hang on, could I could I actually get some help from a really smart AI on this? And then it's stopping yourself and bringing yourself over to ChatGPT, constructing your prompt, doing what you need to do. That's all the stuff that can be taught. And then once you start doing that, it's like a muscle, you know, it's like a, a muscle in your brain and it'll become natural. And then that's that's kind of the goal It's to kind of just use use your ChatGPT or AI in exactly the same way as you would email without even thinking about it. It's kind of like driving a car. Like, can you drive, Louise? I can, yeah. Right. Well, remember when you did your driving test first mm-hmm. and after your test, you'd be driving and you'd be all like, like, I don't know about you, I used to have a sweaty back when I get out of the car because I'd be so stressed. Mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> how long that. Did it take you to, how long did it take you to lose that and to just go on to, I'm in the car, I can do lots of other things at the same time and multitask? Quite a while. <laughs> 
the car was sitting outside and my mom literally was like, Louise, you're either going to learn to drive it or we're selling it. So <laughs> it kind of ah. got to that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you, you got to the point, you got the, over the hump where I suppose now you can actually, you know, you can think about work, you can have a conversation, you can be doing all sorts of stuff. So yeah, whatever time it took you to do that, that's probably the same way it is with AI. It's like just the first time when you're using it, you're you're thinking, oh, I'm, I'm asking an AI to help me with this. And then you just do it. So I probably jumped in and out of a couple of AI tools, probably about, I probably used about three tools today, four maybe. Um, and I did lots of different tasks, but could I tell you what exactly I got the help on? No, but I, but I did. So I was faster than I would have been this time last year. That's amazing because I think a lot of people are concerned about their jobs going to some sort of AI device or AI technology. But you think or you feel that we should embrace it and be using them. Oh, totally. Like, yeah, no, totally. Just look at it as it's a task. It's a boring task killer. It's not a job killer. Mm -hmm. So there's a great there's a great guy um he's one of our own his name is Kieran Flanagan mm -hmm. and uh, he's the CMO of Zapier he's an Irish guy and he's got this brilliant uh, podcast called Marketing Against the Grain and he talks about this a lot and he talks about how the gap between people who are like you know the way you have people who are kind of good at their job and then you've got people who are really good at their job yeah right and then you've got exceptional so the gap between good and really good is now being closed because of AI. So if you see yourself as being good, you're moving up into the really good. So therefore, employers will keep you. If you're already really good, which is probably a lot of your listeners because they're sitting listening to this right now, then you have the opportunity to become exceptional because you can put all the kind of mundane tasks onto AI and you can really focus on the bits where you as the human adds a lot of value and you can move out into exceptional. Uh, employers want to keep exceptional people. In that kind of story that I'm telling you, the people who will not be kept are the people who don't move from good. So the people who kind of put their head in the sand and go, this is terrible. No, I'm not going to embrace it. It's like, you know, accountants and calculators. You know, if you went to an accountant and they were doing everything on paper and pen, mm -hmm. you'd be kind of walking away, wouldn't you? Yeah, you, we kind of need to get better at embracing change and, and giving it a go, I suppose. Yeah, no, exactly. Now, the thing is, I'm I'm quite lucky in the sense of I've always been an early adopter. I love to embrace change. Um, but what I would say is that I've really seen it. I can feel it in the last 12 months where the people who took my courses in AI for marketing from March onwards, they were like seriously like my tribe. They're really early adopters and we were all in it together and it was great. It was fun. It was super. As the year has gone on by November, or I had added another course, which was AI for non-technical beginners, um, or we called it the Tuesday night sessions. What would you be doing on a Tuesday night? Um, that had moved beyond early adopters and into people who are kind of more like, I've heard about it. I'm open to trying it. Let's give it a whirl. And now this year, the reason I set up the AI Institute is to bring really good quality accessible AI courses for everyone this year it's going to move out beyond just adopt early adopters and into okay this is everyone it's here you know there's regulation coming that's going to make it safer you know it's just a really good time to be it's a really good time to be here like I was kind of joking saying it's a really good time to be working in digital or doing anything with digital because we have so many cool tools 
for practically for free at our fingertips. Like it's amazing. Like when you think of, you know, the olden days where you had to have like a big mainframe computer or you had to pay loads of software. Now, like you can use ChatGPT for free through Bing, for example. You can use the 3.5 model for free. You can create images. And what I love about it, Louise, is that it's such a leveler. So like the, the Wall Street hedge fund manager is using the same version of ChatGPT4 as I am, as you are, as maybe a senior infants teacher in uh, Swords who's trying to make her classes a bit more exciting is using. So we've all got access to the same technology. It's just what the human being puts into it that gets the that gets the really good stuff out of it. So and that's what I kind of try and teach people. Yeah, if someone wants to dip their toe into it and kind of just see what's going on, where's the best place to start? Well, obviously I'd say my course. No, but the, the thing is, start start by signing up to ChatGPT. Okay, that's your kind of entry-level drug, let's say. If you don't want to do ChatGPT, you can do Bard, which is from Google, or you can do Microsoft's Bing. Okay, so any of those. And just, just have a play around with it. So next time you're doing something and you're like, oh, 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 I'm so bored with doing this. Like, for example, in January, you're you're back to making... um you know, dinner plans for the family, right? Try going on to ChatGPT and putting in, uh, you know, make me a meal planner, a family of four, one picky eater, one who only likes to eat white things and someone <laughs> who only likes, you know, meat. And then boom, it'll do it for you. And then just go back and push it to give you more. Okay, give me less beetroot and more blah, blah. Um, now give me a shopping list in grams and it's going to do all of this for you in seconds. Wow. And then all you have to do is basically take your shopping list and go down to your supermarket, buy the food and cook it. So we get to focus on the bit that the humans do well. Like you can't, at the moment, an AI can't make a really nice, nutritious meal. No. We can do that and we can spend more time on that because we're not fixating about what to put into our shopping list. That's excellent. And I kind of love that as well, because that's a fun way of introducing it into your life as well. Instead of going, oh, God, I have to bring it into work and I have to really use it here. Like, that's a really fun, yeah, easy yeah, way yeah. to incorporate it just into life and just learning how to use it. I love that. Exactly. Well, will you try that, actually, Louise? Try it like after Christmas, like try it on Let's the other. I'm dying to do it on the turkey leftovers. <laughs> give me 27 different ways I can do turkey leftovers. <laughs> give me the sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, apart from sandwiches. But there's another way. And I love this myself, actually. I love to read books like actual books. And I put into ChatGPT, okay, here are my all time favorite books I've ever read. And I put in all my favorite books, things like cutting for stone and the goldfinch and all these kind of books and i said now give me a list of 10 books i should read wow. so i'm using the world's intelligence and ai to, to which has read everything let's face it to tell me the books i'd like to read almost like your best friend who's the most avid reader ever and then came back with a list of books came back with 10 I'd read, I'd say about seven of them, but they were all fairly spot on. And then there were about three that I hadn't read. And I, one of them, I was like, oh, I haven't even heard of that. It came out in like 2015. Mm. I can't remember the title now because I'm really bad in titles, but it was brilliant. It was a really good book. So that's what I do now. I kind of get it to make book recommendations. And it's like the kind of, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how, what your taste is. It's, it's going to get you. It's going to understand you. and It's going to give you back what you need. Oh, I love that. If someone wants to find out more about the AI Institute, where can they go for that? 
they'll have to go to the internet, Louise, and they can look up. <laughs> it's a AI Institute. It's or Institute of AI Studies, um, or they could look up me, Mary Rose AI Institute. Um, do any of those searches, and uh, we will appear. We're on YouTube as well. I'm all over LinkedIn, and um, we are going to be coming to TikTok and Instagram soon. But right now, I'm just trying to build out YouTube. I'd love anyone to give us a follow. Actually, AI Institute. Um, and uh, just trying to build out those uh, two platforms at the moment because we're very much B2B at the moment. But that's not to say that B2C isn't coming. Excellent. Mary Rose Lyons, thank you very much for chatting to us. Louise Ty, thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on.